Hi there, I'm Shan Holderness and welcome to Health Unraveled. I'm a nutritionist, counsellor and eating psychology coach and in my almost decade of experience in the health industry have seen far too many women and men become consumed with weight loss only to end up yo-yo dieting with disordered eating patterns and in binge and restrict cycles. This just breaks my heart. So I'm here to unravel everything you thought you knew about health and yourself to help you start putting the pieces of the puzzle together and begin the process of aligning your mind. Hello, beautiful human, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Health Unraveled. I've had some incredible feedback from my podcast so far, and I'm so, so, so internally grateful for that. I would love if you would, after listening to this episode, leave me an incredible review, um, if that's okay, or share this on your Instagram stories and tag me at Shan, spelled S-I-A-N, Holderness underscore health counselor counselor with one L. I had to use the American spelling because I was one, um, one word or letter short. So it wouldn't actually fit in my Instagram name, but, um, I can't believe that we are in December already. Like where has this year gone? Honestly, it's just flown by. And it's interesting. December's always been a really big month of reflection for me. I always reflect on my business, reflect on my year, reflect on my goals. And often in between Christmas and new year, uh, Josh and I do a lot of kind of goal setting, um, in preparation for the next year to come. And, kind of just looking back, I feel so incredibly proud of everything that we've done and achieved and the huge transitions that I've made. And those transitions, they haven't come without a hell of a lot of discomfort. And that is what today's podcast episode is actually about. Because we, I think we hide from discomfort. We resist discomfort so often in so many different areas. And one of my biggest lessons this year has actually been to lean into discomfort. But before we go too far into that, I wanted to start with another card reading because I feel like they are such a beautiful way of connecting inwards. Um, Today's card is called Answer the Call. So what is your soul calling you to do? And it reads that your guidance is divinely guided. You are being called to answer the call of your soul. It might be scary. It might not make sense. But if you trust your soul's yearnings, you will live a life beyond what your mind could possibly imagine. Answering your soul's calling is not a one-time thing. Rather, it's a lifelong dance. Deep down, you already know what you long for, what your soul yearns for. Whatever you are called to do, that is your calling. Don't overthink it. Don't wait for permission. Just say yes. Most people are waiting for a step-by-step plan before they take the first step, but intuition doesn't work like that. It takes faith and courage to answer the calls of your soul, and that's why most people don't do it, but you are not most people. You are in exactly the right place to answer your calling now. You don't need to know the whole plan. You don't even need to know where it's leading. You just need to take the next step. No one has ever had the complete perfect plan. There is no end destination. There is no right or wrong way to do it. And you do not need permission from anyone else. Sometimes the more resistance we have around answering our soul calling, the more important it is to our soul's growth. What is your soul calling you to do? How beautiful is that? Oh my gosh. So looking at comfort in discomfort. Um, my beautiful business coach, um, always says that comfort is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. And boy, is that not the truth. 
as I have transitioned through different areas within my business, it's been really interesting to actually discover how much of our actions are stem from the inability to be uncomfortable. Now, usually when someone wants to improve their health in whatever way, it's because there is a level of discomfort there. So whether that's a level of discomfort in our clothes or in our confidence or in our health or how we feel, whatever it might be, there's some kind of level of discomfort there. However, then we have to make a change. And oftentimes making a change is actually more uncomfortable than the discomfort we were facing that caused us to want to make a change in the first place, right? What a, um, what a catch 22 up in this place where we are uncomfortable but transitioning further forwards or through what we're facing is even more uncomfortable and I think it's really important to touch on here the um, stages of change um, and our our comfort cycles essentially so where we are in this present moment this is our comfort zone this is what we know this is what's familiar even if it's uncomfortable it's what our brain recognizes as familiar and our brain will do everything in its power to stay comfortable now outside of our comfort zone we have discomfort and so that is where we experience some kind of discomfort but through discomfort is actually really beautiful that we're able to learn from these discomfort zones we're able to learn we're able to grow we're able to adapt it's actually really good for us to continuously step into slight discomfort and then outside of the discomfort zone is panic And I think that's where so many of us reach because we realize that we're uncomfortable and we try and make so many changes all at once that we end up in the panic zone. And from the panic zone, we retreat back into our comfort zone. And what our brain then does is it recognizes that change is uncomfortable because you've gone straight from wanting to change in your comfort zone to the panic zone and then straight back to it. And so stepping out again is really hard and really scary. And that's where we can often create self-sabotage cycles around that, whether it is from a fear Um, a fear of judgment a fear of failure a fear of success whatever it might be that is our brain's way of literally protecting us from feeling discomfort again and we have to get to that place where our discomfort where we are is stronger than the discomfort we face when we create change but it's also important to know that you don't have to go straight to the panic zone And so many of us were like, that's it. I'm making a change. I'm going to rehaul my whole life. Everything's going to be different. And we try and change so many things at a time. And that's actually can be really, really detrimental for a lot of people. Some people thrive in that. Some people really work really well with that complete shift. Um, But for most of us, it's actually really, really uncomfortable. And if that sounds familiar for you, if that's kind of a cycle that you've seen yourself go in, going all in, you know, the typical all or nothing mindset, then you definitely need to keep listening. And perhaps the way through that is, in fact, not trying to overhaul everything at once, but doing what you've probably been told to do a hundred times and take really small steps. But we're so impatient and we have such high expectations of ourselves that we try to do everything all at once and we just want to be at the other side rather than enjoying the process along the way and taking kind of you know a small step a small change it actually builds confidence within ourselves when we tell ourselves we're going to do something and we follow through on it that's where our self-confidence comes from now the other side of this the reason why we do try and go all in is because making change is uncomfortable so we try and make it as quick as possible 
Hence why we jump into six week challenges or detoxes or going all in on things and being those all or nothing people because the change is uncomfortable and we just want to be at the other end rather than being patient and sitting with the discomfort. And the beauty is, is that we actually need to feel slight discomforts in in some of the ways that we actually don't help ourselves by avoiding discomfort in and the, one of the most important ones that I've seen is actually within our emotions we feel that the negative emotions that we have are bad or wrong or we shouldn't feel them and instead of just sitting with them instead of embracing the discomfort of what it is we try and find ways to work around it And there is no way out. There is no way around. The only way is through because if you don't go through those emotions, if you don't lean into them and feel them, you're constantly going to be masking them over and over and over again. You cannot go up, around, over. You have to go through. And with emotions, that's so important because our emotions so directly link into then our health actions. So this is where I'm so sad that it's not just actions Um, that we should be focusing on it's our thoughts habits and beliefs around them and so if we're unable to sit in discomfort in sadness in anger in frustration in those you know negative feelings if we're not able to just sit with them we're going to try and find ways to cover them up and to band-aid them and for many people that I work with that ends up being through food and sometimes it's not even through binge eating or overeating it's through controlling our food instead it's through Um, controlling our food and nutrition by focusing so heavily on it that we're actually losing track of all the things around us that we should be focusing on because we're so consumed um, in the one area that we can control that we're not actually healing the other areas that need the work around us and so sitting in discomfort is really important if you think as well if you imagine going to the gym and training if you didn't feel anything while you're training then likely you wouldn't get any results from it. Um, And I don't mean that every session has to be really, really hard, but I mean, if you're able to push yourself just that little bit more, just to that, um, you know, a little bit heavier or a little bit further or a little bit faster, it's through that discomfort that we improve, right? And so if we can apply that same theory to our mindset, and, I, and being curious when we're feeling discomfort and wondering how can we grow from this. Um, last night I held a live workshop within Self Honor School um, and Self Honor School is actually completely free. It's a completely free space for you to join. When you join, you get access to your own client portal. Um, so you can get access to all of these re- the recordings from these workshops. But I held the final one live last night. And before every workshop that I do, and I've done many of them over the years, I've done them uh, face-to-face, I've done them online, I've done them, you know, week-long workshops every day, I've done the one-off one here and there. So I'm not unfamiliar with it. However, I do always get so nervous beforehand. Even before recording podcasts, you know, I have that discomfort, that self-doubt. Um, what if no one wants to hear what I have to say, <laughs> you know? Um, and I, I often use real life examples because I think it helps then to uh, relate into your own life. Imagine if I didn't work with that discomfort. Imagine if I avoided it or resisted it or hid from it. None of the information that I have to share, none of the the ways I'm able to help and empower and serve other people, I wouldn't be doing that. And that would be doing the world a discomfort. It'd be doing them a dishonor, right? If I didn't lean into that comfort and fear. And so I want you to imagine just for a second 
what you could achieve if you were willing to find some kind of comfort within those discomfortable areas. What kind of growth you could achieve through stepping into a place that is so vulnerable and new without overwhelming yourself either. It's just looking for those slight discomforts. And I wanted to share with you a couple of ways that I do that myself. Now, one of the ways I really love to learn to find comfort in discomfort is actually through meditation. Um, If you are like many, many, many people, you're probably like, oh, I've tried meditating before, but I can't do it. It's too hard. Um, I can't stop my, I can't shut my brain off. And that is the beauty of meditation because the idea isn't to do it and shut your brain off. The idea is to sit there with your thoughts and not get carried away with them. Just allow them to just be. It's finding comfort within the discomfort of your own mind. And many of us don't take the time to actually be with ourselves. We try and avoid being with ourselves, um, being at one with ourselves, being quiet with ourselves because it's a scary place and it's uncomfortable. And so meditation is one of the most beautiful ways that you can learn to find comfort in discomfort. And it, you might start with one minute or two minutes or three minutes or four minutes. And each time you do it, just try and edge that little bit closer into that discomfort before you walk away from it. And if you keep practicing that over time, you will find not just within your meditation practice, but in so many other areas of your life, you're able to create space and be in discomfort without reacting to it. And that is such a beautiful place, you know, to not react to discomfort, but to respond um, and find comfort within it. And the other way I really love to do this is actually in yin yoga. It's really soft and it's really gentle. Um, it's really smooth. And yin yoga is really long, slow holds of yoga positions, essentially. And I love that because you find the idea is literally to create a slight discomfort and then breathe into it. So it's not painful. It doesn't hurt. You know, we're not going to that panic zone. We're just finding that slight edge of discomfort and creating comfortability within that. And then as you're holding that position, as that discomfort eases, you can go at that little bit further again and find that next level of discomfort again. And how beautiful is that to be able to practice this skill within yourself in such beautiful, calm and gentle ways? There's so many other ways you can do it as well. So you can do it within training. You can do it within setting habits. Um, You know, there's not a one way fits all, but I wanted to share two of the ways that I really love to practice finding comfort in discomfort and creating a curiosity around why it's uncomfortable for me. Um, You know, is there thoughts that I'm trying to avoid? Um, Is there muscles of mine that are really sore? Um, Kind of what's going on for me and that ability to check in with yourself is so powerful because it creates awareness and awareness of your own self is one of the most beautiful skills you could ever, ever, ever learn when it comes to your health. Because if you have awareness, then you are able to start looking introspectively at everything that's happening. And with the talk on introspection, I had an incredibly exciting announcement last night within Self Honor School that I would love to take the time to share with you. I created Self Honor School to be a safe and free place that people can come to learn about the importance of taking care of ourselves because if we can't take care of ourselves, how can we take care of anything else happening around us, you know? Um, and this is what my podcast is all about is is focusing within, you know, unraveling all those layers. And from this, it I was able to create an incredible six-week mini course called Next Level You. 
And Next Level You essentially goes through the eight different areas of our lives that we find imbalance in. And it takes a look through the five pillars of self-honor, which is introspection, identity, intention, intrinsic motivation and integration. And through those series, those five pillars of self-honor, we're able to address any imbalances in your life through an authentic way of really assessing what that area of your life means to you, how it came to be imbalanced and how you can progress through it. And these areas of your life include friends, family, love life, finances, health, um, leisure. There's so there's so many different aspects of our life that I find then Um, affects our health and that's where this beautiful incredible program came from so I really wanted to share that with you because there is actually an early bird special at the moment where you get to save over $300 who doesn't love a little sneaky savings in December right before Christmas right Um, but the early bird special to save you over $300 ends on the 24th of December. Um, We then kick off on the 1st of January. So it's the ability to make 2022 the year that you meet the next level you. New year, new you, right? (laughs) Um, If you would like to find out more about that, I will post the link in the show notes. And if you do want to join Self Honor School, which is completely free, it is filled with some of my most incredible masterclasses and so many other resources. And over the month of December, I'll be sharing some more and more little snippets, resources, meditations, uh, documents, all kinds of things that can help you start kind of stepping into a higher place of honoring yourself. However, over in Next Level You, we will be taking things to the next level and I will also be including weekly menu guides and weekly movement guides as well to take some of that decision fatigue out of, you know, the pressure that we put on ourselves to do things perfectly. So whilst we work through all the other areas in your life where you might be feeling a bit of discomfort um, and finding comfortability within that discomfort, I will be taking care of the decisions for you to make around your health. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Like I said, if you would love to leave me a review, I would appreciate it immensely. And otherwise I will chat to you next week. If you loved this episode, please let me know by leaving me a review or sharing this with your friends. It's so important for me to get this information out to those that need to hear it. So your feedback means the absolute world to me. And also if you have any topic requests, hit me up with them too.